Hello and welcome to another episode of Mike Yum's Weekly Reads. Um, God, it's I've been very delinquent. I think I'm going on four weeks. I'll kind of let you know what's been going on. There's been a lot going on with my mother-in-law's health, uh, so it's kind of dragging us down and you know leaving us in weird situations. But um, we're trying to push through it. And then our dog's health, Harley, is she's having trouble eating and then she doesn't want to eat and her walking has got really diminished. I don't know if it's because of the eating, but we've taken her to specialists and, you know, her blood works good. The cysts that she had are not cancerous. Her stomach looks good. They're not kind of sure what's happening other than old age at this point. But uh, when she stops eating, it's it's kind of like you know we can't really do much but she is eating like once a day which is really abnormal but and she won't eat any of her existing food anymore she just we have to give her like rotisserie chicken and all kinds of other uh stuff and, and see if she eats it she's still eating her chicken strips you know her and it's some snacks that she still likes but other than that she seems to have like indigestion or I don't know nausea type effect when she eats and doesn't want to eat so yeah there's a lot going on and um, I've gotten sick I, I had some kind of cold it wasn't COVID but it was some kind of cold I couldn't get my flu shot because of it I still got to get my flu shot I'm still coughing quite a bit still breathless haven't haven't really started exercising again you know so I haven't watched a lot. I, I have been reading um, a lot, but other than that, that's that's what's why I haven't been doing a lot of podcasts. You know, I push through Geek Brunch and Retro, and I'm still doing stuff regularly, but um, it, it's wearing thin on me, like all the stuff that's going on between work, family, and Harley. I just want her to eat <laughs> like she used to. And, um, yeah, but, uh, I, I did purchase some comics recently. I, I would have a lot more to go over, but, uh, I filed some away. So, you know, I have a Action Comics 348 as a Superman issue. I didn't have, uh, Jerry Lewis, Adventures of Jerry Lewis, number 58, a Flash 190, He's got some ugly feet in this one. The doctor's got Flash on a medical bed. Looks like Iris is crying. I don't know. Somebody's crying. And uh, the doctor says, I'm sorry, Flash. The leg is useless. You'll never run again. And then I got Johnny Thunder, number one. Mystery in Space, number 75, with Adam Strange. Superman 137. This is a 10 center Silver Age. Sometimes I always assume that uh, a 10 cent comic is Golden Age, but that's not necessarily the case because the Flash and Showcase number four started the Silver Age. So you know we're still you're still in a time frame in the 50s where it's it you know. Silver Age and not Golden Age, but this is a, a, a Silver Age book, even though it's 10 cents. 
has Superboy on the cover, and he's wishing uh, to be a Superman. He says, someday when I grow up, I'm going to become Superman, the world's greatest champion for justice. And uh, on the other side, he said, there's there's a mass Superman, and uh, or mass Superboy. And he says, when I grow up, I'm going to become Superman as the mightiest villain in the whole universe and it's the great untold story of the two faces of superman we have a super dc giant uh presents jerry lewis these these have a weird numbering thing on the front they like s19 they're they're collected editions um well for the time it's a 25 center and uh they're reprints of other comics and it says the adventures of jerry lewis two full-length favorites uh Hey, Renfrew, the ladder feels wobbly. And he's falling off the ladder. And he says, don't worry, Uncle Jerry, I'm going to fix it. And he's sawing the ladder down. Plus five pinups of art mester pieces. Uh, we have Young Romance, number 161. Uh, nurse is crying as she looks over her shoulder. There's the doctor and a blonde in a fur jacket. And she's crying because he says, he went right by me. And after all we meant to each other. Um, I got Chuck Norris, Karate Commandos. number. These are Marvel Star Comics. That's one. I don't know if this was an animated series. One through four. Uh, I got a Millie the Model. Number 133. This is a 12 center for Marvel Comics. I got a Millie of the Model 144, 147, 150, and and uh, modeling with Millie number 50. And those are all 12 cent editions. And then a couple of others that I have. I, I got, like I said, I got a lot more, but um, I got Phantom number seven this is the gold key phantom it's volume one um 12 cent nice painted cover we have uh 10 center from charlton the secrets of love and marriage volume two number two has a guy dancing with the girl in the front and uh, he's saying, Miss Faye, I must take you to Mexico City on our honeymoon. And there's a girl in the foreground that's watching them dance and says, Well, of all the nerve, Miss. And then we have three nurses. Uh, also from Charlton Comics, 12 cent comic. Uh, registered nurse Anne Allen in Blind Spot. This guy's, this woman's saying, I've been blind so long, now you've given me hope. Many people have blind spot, Rose. Hmm. And then she's looking at this fine-ass doctor pass by, checking out his ass. Uh, we got a guy choking on something. She killed me, get her. I guess the nurse killed her. Visiting nurse Nancy White in the flat. And then... Um, we got Teenage Love. It's a 12th center from Charlton Comics. Her father was rich and she was spoiled. Anything she wanted was hers for the asking. 
So, Sue, life was a game. But when her, her value of love and respect were lost, Sue Jason played the losing game. Hey, that's my car you're smashing. <laughs> See, yeah, and I, I, I got a lot of other comics. I, I, comp I got like six Adams, uh, another three Aquamans uh, from Volume 1. So um, there were Silver Age comics. And uh, I'm I'm looking to complete my Adam and Aquaman. Um, Aquaman will be easier because I'm closer. And once I complete that volume, I'll have all the Aquamans ever single published that were in the Silver Age and above. Every single comic that's been titled with him in it, um, which is an accomplishment. But I also have most of the adventure comics that he appeared in and all the other titles that he's coming in, Super Friends, Justice League, all kinds of those comics. So I have a lot of, and then the Adam, I have all of the Adam's volumes. Once I complete the Silver Age, I'll have all of them. So that's quite the accomplishment as well. Um, that's what that's what I've been tracking on some of the back issue purchases. Um, I'm trying to cool off a little bit. I did pick a Mirage uh, back issue up at the comic shop for like four bucks. Uh, it was a Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles late Mirage published issue. I don't think it had a a number on the cover. I don't remember, but um. Picked that up yesterday. I, I didn't really go through any back issues. I've been feeling sick and run down and beat. Um, so I, I just kind of like want to sleep. Like I've been sleeping pretty late lately. Like today, I it's unusual for me on a Saturday to s sleep past 5:30, and I was uh, sleeping till 7:30. I didn't get out of bed until 7:30. So yeah, my breathing is shot to shit right now. I, I hope it to get better. Um, I want to get on the elliptical tonight before Barb gets home, so I want to get through this recording. And that'll be the first time I've been on the elliptical for, I think, uh, seven days. So, like, and I haven't been walking with Harley, which is usually a mile and a half, because she can't. Um, we, we've gone on some little ones in the back of the house and stuff. And when Barb gets back, I'll probably take her on a little one today just to keep her legs moving. But, um... Yeah, I, she's she was my exercise a lot of it, and uh, we're not going. And I, I can go on my own, and I probably would um, just to to get the fresh air and uh, think, you know, think th things through. And um, haven't listened to a lot of podcasts because of that, you know. I I maybe two a week instead of like four. And Tom Scholey's on 11 o'clock, and I have 11 o'clock comics. I haven't listened to it yet. One of my, I, I guess you could say, one of my first Comic Con crushes is <laughs> where you're after, uh, you know, getting commissions and talking to enjoy talking to a creator. Well, Tom Scholey was pretty much my my favorite guy to talk to, and. Um, this was around the time of Godland, prior, maybe a little prior to Godland that, that I met him. And um, I probably have, I, I would say 
I would say he's my second commissions. Like the number of commissions I have is from Tom. Uh, he would have been number one, but his commissions, once he got to like Transformers versus G.I. Joe fame, they, they became $300 or higher, and I, I couldn't afford it anymore. Or I, I guess I could afford it, I just don't want to afford it. I'd rather buy a back issue, a $300 comic, than a, a commission piece of art, um, personally. Um, so yeah, that's that's what's going on. Uh, I am going to check my questions. I, I think I'm delinquent in, um, where is bookmarks these days? I think I'm delinquent in answering questions. I, I don't know where I left off. Okay, I think I was okay. I think the next question I have in the hopper, see, it goes all the way back to July 6th. Um, but it's from Dallow Spicer. He says, Desert Island Books, choose five reads to take with you. You can include graphic novels, omnibuses, etc. Um, I would take a Savage Dragon omnibus now that there is one. Uh, I love Savage Dragon, so... I would take that. I would take a Defenders Volume 1 and Volume 2. <laughs> so that's already consumed three of them. I, I just get a lot out of the stories and I don't get tired of them. Um, I think I would take a Golden Age Superman just because like, at this point in my life, I need it. I need that. Superman comic um, I think that and, and, and Superman Golden Age is you know something I, I've been really 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 enjoying and not getting tired of it even though he's not fighting any super bads it's just fighting the mob fighting gambling fighting corruption fighting uh, evil apartment tenant people I, it's it's insane but I, I like it a lot and I, I, I guess I would take like a Batman omnibus, just because there's so much content in there. Um, yeah, I think one Batman, one Superman. You know, I, I even though I like DC Marvel, I love Defenders so much. So I'd take two of those, and then a Savage Dragon omnibus, and I have the Faust omnibus. That would kind of be kind of fun, but you know, if I if I was on a desert island. It's hard to decide on a desert island like what you would do. You're by yourself. You'd probably eventually use your omnibus for kindling to keep warm uh, if it ever gets cold. Um, I, don't, I don't know. It, it's such a weird question. But uh, that's my take right now. So I, I would do that. So I can take that question and park it in... I click on this weird arrow thing and say remove from bookmarks. Nick Wetmore says, if you commissioned a stained glass window to be done in your picture window, 
what would you design a scene of? Oh, it'd be a Vomac, and it would be Jack Kirby. It would be like a church stained glass window, and uh, it would have Omac. Probably the one where he's walking through a, a sea of dirt on skis. <laughs> that That's probably what I would do. Uh, so, yeah, we got that, and we'll remove that one from bookmarks. Uh, there's a picture of Jolt. Uh, this is from Kirk Spencer. Haven't talked to Kurt in a while since Heroes Con. Um, off and on in our little uh, Geek Brunch retro chat. He he doesn't record with us because it's Sundays, but I, I miss him. Uh, Kirk says, Jolt has me feeling nostalgic. What are some of the snacks you miss most from the 80s? Um, there used to be this banana cream hostess thing. And I don't know what it was called. But I used to love those motherfuckers, and I, I was I've always been seeking them out, and I've run into some close ones. I've run into uh, some banana cream roll-ups that are like um, the strawberry. What is that called? The strawberry roll-up cream. I I forget what they're called. They look like Swiss rolls, but it's. Um, those were those were the closest I came to it, but it didn't really matter because this thing was like a folded over Twinkie bread with all the cream in the middle, and the cream was like coming out of the sides, and it looked like a pie. I don't know, it was weird, but I I, I would like that. Um, he he mentions fudge jumbies. Gatorade gum, marshmallow chocolate, Miss Good Cookie frozen cookie dough. I don't know what any of those are. Uh, I've heard of Gatorade gum. The all the stuff that I still like is is still pretty much there. Like I I don't have any. I'm, I'm sure I can think of some things. Like they brought cowtails back, and you can always go to like a retro soda pop place and find the candy that they don't. They no longer carry. And also the sodas that they... You can get sugar cane, Dr. Pepper, and all those pops in the bottle. So there's there's a lot of that stuff going on. I've always liked Twinkies. They're still around. You even have different flavored Twinkies. I, I try to not eat them because I'm so fat now. Um, I, I, I'm a big cake guy. But just regular cake, like chocolate cake and vanilla cake. And, you know, it doesn't have to be with cream in the middle or anything. I'm just like a cake and cupcake guy. I like them a lot. Um, I used to like the McDonald's apple pies. I, I missed the Taco Bell empanada, but that wasn't until the 90s. And it's gone. Um, some of the restaurants that expired... In the 80s, there used to be a restaurant that I used to get chicken fried steak at. It was called Grandy Grandies, and in Grandies they would have these delicious biscuits, and you, you'd get uh, mashed potatoes and gravy, and uh, it was delicious. I used to like it a lot. Um, that was good, and it was kind of like a. It wasn't like when you you like go in and, and eat at a restaurant and sit down. This was like a fast food sit down restaurant. They give you a paper plate full of steak, you know, like these 
chicken fried chickens and chicken fried steak and I miss that place uh 80s I'm sure there's a burger chef and Jeff I used to like that place not only for the burgers and the atmosphere but they used to give you like comic books of big boy and all kinds of stuff and, and give you activities to play there used to be an ice cream parlor named Fairchild's uh, there was like an old screen old school ice cream parlor there was a pizza place I liked a lot called Shakey's um, th those are gone uh, Godfather's Pizza although there might be some in the world there there's not any ones that I know of that that was a good pizza place that I used to like to go to I used to like Pizza Hut that that's still around but almost exists in like a fast food form only um, Furs Cafeteria that's gone the way of the dodo that I can tell but a ca it was like a school cafeteria place you you take a tray and then they'd have people like cooks that would serve you what you wanted and you'd say okay I'll have a a sirloin uh chop steak uh some mashed potatoes give me two of those while you're at it put some gravy on them I'd love their green beans and some mac and cheese and um I I'd like to go you know to furs and then you could get more too you can get back in line and get more if you're still hungry um yeah, those are some places that that are retro that have gone the way of the dodo um, that I that I enjoy. Dairy Queen's still around. Uh, McDonald's is still around. I miss the McDLT in the 80s, but now they have a quarter pounder deluxe, and it's very much like a McDLT except the cool side isn't cool. They don't have that. It just they just pile it on there. But but it tastes very similar. Uh, it was nice having the cool side cool, you know for sure. Um, yeah, that's that's a cool question. I, I like I like a lot of junk, so I can remove that one. And let's see. Uh, Nick Wetmore says top five pies. A uh, banana cream pie is up there. Um, apple pie is up there. Lemon meringue pie. Lemon pie. And God, I, I'm not a pie guy, so those are the four that I usually eat. But there's probably something else I would eat if it looked good enough. Um, in terms of fruit pies, apple's really the only one I go to. I don't like cherry pie or blueberry pie. I'll eat a slice if it's there with some whipped cream. Oh, pumpkin pie. So I got pumpkin pie, banana cream pie, uh, lemon meringue, lemon pie, and apple pie. So I, I did. I was able to name five pies. Top five cakes. Uh, chocolate cake, vanilla cake. Uh, ice cream cake. Uh, somebody made a really good red velvet cake, but they cheated. They put like a chocolate brownie on the bottom, but it was outstanding. If I could have that red velvet cake with the white cream on the top. I've, and I like carrot cake a lot. 
you know, a good carrot cake, I, I'll like. So there's there's five cakes. F top five ice creams, I, I think this is flavors. I, I'd rather go gelato because, I don't know, gelato seems lighter. It's not as thick. But I used to like uh, stracciatella. That was my favorite. I can't find it anymore in the gelato places that I've gone to lately. There was a guy, like, that was military that went to Italy, and he learned to make gelato and had this great, great gelato place and we used to love it so much i like the uh banana sorry the birthday cake gelato that that i've i found at this one place that's really good uh cotton candy gelato that's good i love pear gelato Ooh, blueberry gelato so there's there's five of them uh that i like a lot top five sandwiches um I like turkey sandwiches a lot, you know, like with lettuce, tomato, mayo, uh, onions, um, lettuce, kind of like a club. Throw some bacon on there. That that would, like, I like a BLT a lot. Um, I like a ham and cheese sandwich, just plain old ham and cheese. Uh, sometimes I don't even need sauce in there because the cheese melted on a good ham sandwich is like um, its own sauce. Uh, um, I like Subway um, cold cut combo. That's one of my favorite sandwiches to get. I, I like the way they do the lunch meat. And, and stuff. Um, I like an Italian sandwich, you know, with the dressing in there. That's a good one to eat. I think I'm going to have to pause for the cause and bring in Harley's bed because I think it might rain. But uh, we'll see. So that one I can erase. Uh, remove. And uh, now he says Rankum Grilled Sandwich Edition. You gotta use it. So he says rank them, and it Monte Cristo boons over hammy. I don't know what that is, but it sounds good. Um, tuna melt, grilled cheese, a croque monsieur, and a croque madame. I don't know what those are. So I would say my favorite would be grilled cheese, uh, moons over hammy, a Monte Cristo. Uh, tuna melt and a croque monster and a croque madame and I don't know what those are so I and I'm not going to google them while I'm recording but uh that is the way I'd rank them I, I can't rank something I've, I've never eaten because I, I don't know if I'd even like it um let's see if there's one more question here yeah, I'll do one more have you read Benjamin Percy's runs on Green Arrow, Robin, and Teen Titans? Uh, I have. I was lukewarm on the Green Arrow, lukewarm on the Robin, and the Teen Titans on the DC. So I wasn't too impressed. Like, he's good. Like, he's not horrible. I... I and he came in a time where, you know, New 52 was going on and stuff like that. So he wasn't playing in the era I like a lot. But 
I enjoyed it for the most part. I, I, I should probably revisit it, but I've enjoyed his Ghost Rider, his Wolverine, and his X-Force at Marvel. Like, I think he's become a better writer, in my opinion, or at least I'm enjoying the way he's writing stories over in the Marvel right now than I, he, he was in the DC. So I, I hope that answers your question, Nick. And I, I think I'll stop with that. And I'll try to uh, come back in a few minutes with uh, some uh, what I read. And uh, we'll, we'll try to get this show back on the road and back on the ball. I don't know if I'm going to do one or two weeks. I'm still kind of drained. As a matter of fact, I, you know, when I take a break, I'm going to drink a ton of shit water here because I'm, I'm really thirsty. Bring in Harley's bed and then calculate some numbers and come back and be right back. And I'll talk to you soon. Bye. So let's get back to this. Um, going back to uh, this is how how delinquent I am. We're going back to July 24th through July 30th, and I was catching up if you remember. Um, I watched a lot of shit, and this is when I was exercising. I watched Class of Newcomb High. Saw this on VHS in high school. I liked it a lot. Um, it was very Toxic Avenger and crazy from Trauma Films uh, about toxic radiation leaking into the school and there's a bunch of punk rock neanderthal dudes that are selling the drugs to kids and the getting them to to morph and then turn into these mutated uh, people and lots of people are dying in the city because of their mutations and uh, the mayor's I think it's the mayor. He's hiding it because he doesn't want the leak of the radi, you know, the radiation and the the plant facility that's there to to be leaked out to the media. So he's hiding it. He probably has some money invested in it. But that's what that is. Private Eyes. This is Tim Conway and Don Knotts and investigating the murder of more, uh, Mr. and Mrs. Morley. I think is there. Uh, who were rich people in England. And uh, Tim Conway plays like an inventor detective, and uh, Don Knotts is the detective. And uh, they have to have all the suspects that are maids and butlers and uh, any kind of servant that's in the house, the gardener, uh, the, the daughter you know, all being questioned and find out who the murderer is and there's a ghost involved or is it really a ghost? Uh, such a fun movie. Uh, Joysticks was a movie in the 80s or 90s that I never saw before in the vein of like, I don't know, Porky's and stuff, but it involves an arcade uh, where a, a kid gets an arcade going and then there's a like a, a politician that wants to shut it down because his daughter's there a lot and... He hires like a video game dude who's played by the guy that Napole the uncle in Napoleon Dynamite as a punk rocker to, to try to trash up things. That was very entertaining. And I, I think I've only seen it first time here. Meatballs. This is the um, famous uh, summer camp movie uh, with Bill Murray. Um, always fun to watch. Backcountry. Uh, this was a suspense uh, thing that involves a bear hunting a couple it was crazy uh, 
I think it was based on a true story, um, but it, it was really well done. I enjoyed the hell out of it. We had 28 comics read that week. We had one Opus, uh, one Oni, six Marvel, two Image, one IDW, two Dynamite, 10 DC, two Dark Horse, one Archie, one Antarctica, one American Mythology. The three out of fives, Archie and Friends, Hot Summer Movies. I got this one. Uh, it's a new Indiana Jones story and some reprints about summer blockbusters. I like the King Kong, except it it's a King King Kong with not an ape, but a King Koala. And then there's an extraterrestrial story like E.T. And then the indie one, of course. Uh, we have uh, Fantasy Comics number one in the vein of horror comics, exciting comics, and... Planet Comics from Antarctic comes Fantasy Comics. Charlia dreams of becoming a warrior as she navigates uh, everyone as an adopted child. Many men want her hand in marriage, and she just wants to become a warrior. Diebold is a head-on stick and wants to go on an adventure to find his body. That's that's That was a second story. It wasn't involved in the the main story. Um, we got The Right Project. This is a, a strange one, number one. This is uh, an American Mythology Apex comic, which uh, had Don Tom DeFalco writing. Uh, Ron Friends, I think, was the, the artist, one of the artists. Old school team that I really love. Uh, this is a, still a three out of five. Professor, his niece, and her friend, develop the right man who is a hologram hero that can interact with the real world the government wants to make him a weapon and another story where he uncovers the murder of imperious rex and a wrestling mogul the final story is when we our main teenage character meets another hero at the school that was granted powers through a video game and a wizard so there were two stories in that book we have Bishop War College. Uh, this is, uh, I don't own the physical copy of this one, so I'll, I'll call it out. I'm reading it digitally. Uh, really entertaining. I, I do like Bishop and Cable quite a bit, so I chose not to get this one, but it is really good. Uh, the two Strucker twins defeat the, the Bishops. This is almost like to the fall of X, too. Um, train, it defeat Bishop's trainees. And Bishop and and Time Slip, I think that's her name, uh, are transported to another Earth where X-Men are all African-American descent. He is uh, trying to find his way back home and help his students while they're under attack on Krakoa. Underneath the island, kind of. We have the four out of fives. We have Xeno number one. It's an anthology story. First is about a blind guy who in the future gets electronic eyes but sees... Other dimensional characters that cause strain in his relationship, and he takes his own eyes. I've read something very similar to that, or seen a movie similar to that. Uh, another a asshole neighbor who is uh, recently unemployed story. He lost his wife and gets a new neighbor, and they are controlled by rabbits, and one makes a duplicate of himself. We have Vanish number one. This this series I started to like more and more as I read on, but uh, this is the um, what? Get the creative team because I Ryan Stegman's the artist. 
and uh, this is before the accident I think of um, I can't think of his name Donnie Cates uh, so this is an image book it's about a kid raised in a magic order and now he seeks revenge in the future and those magic teachers are now some you know posing as child superheroes and other superheroes that so they're not the old selves that they are at least to the public they're different characters but um, this character vanish knows that they're lying to the public and he's trying to take them all down because they were malicious in the past and he doesn't trust them in the present uh, we got Sp spirit world the main character is in gotham and her real world is the spirit world and she can't go back to solicit the help of constantine so she solicits the help of constantine meanwhile batgirl is trapped in the spirit world but rescued by the woman who raised the main character we got red goblin number three i'm not this is another digital read. The Osborne kid uses the symbiote to save his grandpa from King Goblin and the Goblin followers. <coughs> he sees a homeless woman and tells him that no dogs are bad, only the owners. And he takes that to heart with his symbiote. We have Invincible Iron Man number 8. This is the Bendis, I think, because it's Riri. I just had it on top of my bedstand for a long time. He is remembering her past and how she wanted to go into space. Now she is Iron Man armor and has a run-in with S.H.I.E.L.D., the new Nick Fury and Shannon Carter, um, who want to stop her, but then the female Dr. Octopus attacks. She easily defeats her, and her new foe is in Latveria and is named Lady Von Bardos. Uh, we have Night Terror's Ravenger, um, 4 out of 5 as well. Mostly nightmares of how her father has treated her and living under him. Night Terror's Poison Ivy, nightmares of living with Harley and a perfect home. Night Terror's Black Adam and nightmares of him losing his abilities and not being able to protect Kandak. Night Terror's Wonder Woman, nightmares of Nubia and Wonder Woman as she fights demons and Constantine with Detective Chimp. It is raining, and it got really windy. Night Terrors, number one, how Deadman fights Insomnia and res resurrects Sandman, Golden Age Sandman. We have Night Terrors, Robin, number one, dreams of his failures of saving his dad from Captain Boomerang and Jason's failures of getting killed by the Joker. So it's two Robins in there. Night Terror's Flash. Flash loses Wally to Gorilla Grodd and fails to save him. Night Terror's Joker. Batman is dead, falling off a roof. And Joker goes into the corporate America, actually working at Wayne Corps. We have Canary number one. This is a Western on Comixology and is being published by Dark Horse. A pulp hero is called into town to investigate some strange murders from people that are that are not murders they're just good people what is causing them to murder people in a western setting second time reading this uh, Disney villains Maleficent number two and three the brother of the boy she turned into a wolf shows up looking for his brother uh, it's mostly a artistic masterpiece other than like the story there's not 
a lot of meat on the bone in terms of story, but it looks really great. Sue Lear, I think, is the artist. It's really good. Um, we got New Mutants Lethal Legion. This is really good. like this one a lot. Um, I, this, I'm reading this one digitally, but I would have liked this one in print. Three of the members go on a heist to Count Nefarious Castle, Wolfsbane. Runs from monsters in the sewer, and Mirage is on Krakoa, wondering where everyone is. We have What If Dark Loki, number one. Uh, a great tale that follows Thor 153, and if Loki got the power of Molnir and killed the gods, Surtur ends up destroying everything during Ragnarok. We got Fallen Friend, the death of Miss Marvel. Uh, we knew what was happening in this, because it happened in Amazing Spider-Man. Didn't know what to expect from this, but they got all of the nice writers. Wilson, who sort of created the character, Wade, and Amid, who have written them, to do some wonderful tributes to the character. The first one is all of our close friends and Captain Marvel. The second one is the Champions, and, you know, when she was on the teenage team of the Champions. And the third one is the Avengers and Peter. Uh, cried for this, even though I know she is coming back because it was so well written. We got the Rocketeer in the Den of Thieves. The Rocketeer is the rocket that he uses is destroyed, but Cliff wants Peavy to rebuild it. He is just enjoying his time with Betty. Now the Nazis have developed their Rocketeers and go after Peavy to improve the rocket. We got City Boy number two. The corporation that developed the technology tries to capture City Boy in Metropolis. He is learning more about his powers, and when he escapes, he has a run-in with Superman. I have to seek out number three because I didn't order it for some damn reason. Didn't click the order button by accident. We got Gene, the five out of fives were this week were Gene Simmons, Donna Matrix. She is a client with uh, when assassins attack. Uh, so she's, you know, a Donna Matrix beating uh, some guy up. He has uh, drugs in a duffel bag. And apparently those drugs cause, in, you know, they're enhancement drugs. They cause them to have, like, hour of power. Kind of like the Mor Morocco pill that uh, our man takes. They only last a while, but she has time to fight off her attackers. Shanna Gallant killed it as an artist. Uh, also an artist that I have several commissions from. Probably at least ten. Um, haven't been to Baltimore, though, and that's where he goes to get another one. Uh, I would like to at some point. We got Local Man number one. This is one of my favorite titles of 2023. Um, I just love it. It's a 90s hero did something really bad uh, that the public does not like him and returns home to temporarily to live with his parents. Uh, part of the book is a flip book. Part of it's like when he was in the past as a hero. And then you go into the present as he is trying to survive in that town with his parents. Uh, doesn't have a vehicle. Has to get a Uber the guy who drives the Uber is like, fuck you, I know who you are, you, you suck. I'm not going to even take you anywhere. But it, it's like, his life is a pile of shit. And through the course of the books, you you learn like why things have, you know, why he was betrayed. So then we get into a 731 to 8.6. We have Twisted Metal, uh, the TV show, was a 4 out of 5. Uh, the Meg 2, uh, like this, 4 out of 5. Uh, Ryan Drost from 
Starjo's hated it, so uh, I just saw that recently on Facebook. I disagree with him. I think he's wrong. When you go into a movie like The Meg, you should know what to expect. There's no fucking realism. Uh, <laughs> I don't know what he's looking for. Jungle Cruise. Uh, this was based on the ride at Disney. This was had The Rock in it. It was way better than I thought it would be. And I thought it was a great tribute to the ride. I especially liked that, you know, as he was the guy driving the boat, uh, like on the Disney ride, he would act like the narrator for the the trip and he would play these really dumb pun jokes and uh they did that in the movie too i thought that was really well done um we then have a five out of five uh transformers rise of the beast probably my favorite transformers movie and then you get to the end and you're like you watch the end credits and you're like holy crap this guy was working for it's gonna work for gi joe it was it was really badass and how to merge those properties together that week i had 23 comics two marvel three kickstarters one four image uh five dc three dark horse one boom and five avatar we'll start with the three out of fives we have fallen leaves this was a kickstarter it's a story about goblins uh, attacking elves well drawn but too expensive for an issue at 15 dollars a pop it has nudity it is an adult book but not overly sexualized we got uh, Marvel Premiere number 52. Uh, this is a Black Panther and his crew are trying to solve. Uh, I thought I would like this more than I would because I love Black Panther. But uh, it was written really weird. And this is the middle part of a story. Maybe that's why I, I didn't grasp on it. Like The cover looked great. And I wanted to read it for Geek Brunch Retro. Sorry, water break. Um, Black Panther and his crew are trying to solve a murder of two people and they're being chased by men in suits who ma who managed to take they managed to take out but all of a sudden they are fighting the clan and I didn't understand that seemed out of nowhere they were stopped by the main bad guy seemed to disappear during the fight don't know what the hell was happening but it could be I just read this as a middle chapter with not reading it the other two in context um so that's probably why uh i don't know why i chose this one because of the cover looking cool i didn't know it was part two of three um and i had the other ones in a basement in the box somewhere and i didn't want to dig them out so i, I read the one that i had in hand and uh in this case it didn't play very well with the story uh, but I still gave it a 3 out of 5. We get into the 4 out of 5s. We have The Vigil. I think I like this more now that I've read it a second time. But The Vigil is an Indian-based group of heroes that seems to sabotage technology that the world is not ready for. One of the agents quits and hands the job over to a new woman. He is later killed by the organization, the guy that was retiring. Uh, they save a ship. Uh, pirates took over and had hostages and they save everyone but it was just coincidence to destroy LexCorp's tech that was on the ship then Arclight is another character in this book is sent after a boy who can control the weather uh, so was, that was a good DC comic um, still works number two the first appearance of the silver mist who is like a ghost the ghost at Marvel he is set to destroy Stillworks. 
Meanwhile, still tries to convince the Superman family that they are no longer needed in Metropolis. Natasha gets attacked by the Silver Mist. We have Creed number one. This is based on the movie from Boom. The year is 2033, and the Creed's daughter wants to become a fighter. Creed is real protective of his daughter and is going underground fight clubs. Meanwhile, Creed and his wife are trying to become a conglomerate for many sports active, you know, athletes. Uh, Spirit World number two and three. Uh, Zante uh, goes to visit her family, and she is dead. She does not get along with them and her and Constantine take a journey back into the spirit world and are reunited with the group that raised her and run into Cassandra Kane. Uh, Zante and uh, Constantine make it back to spirit world. The team is reunited and then they're attacked in spirit world. So uh, that's spirit world. I think that second sentence is a redundant sentence pretty much because I talked about a lot of that in the first one. We got Web Witch War, number one and two. The Spider Queen crashes a ship into Alaska and destroys the fishing town. Uh, they destroy most of the town, and the government goes in to stop them, but they're unsuccessful. was able to pick up these avatars in their resolicits in previews, because all they do is show back issues now. But uh, I've been trying to get as much avatar books as I possibly get. And I pretty much started in the Cross era and the Warren Ellis era, but not of all that weird stuff that came before it. And uh, I want to get that stuff now. Astro Witch number one. This is a uh, Kickstarter. Uh, seven Deadly Sins are always wrecking havoc on worlds. And when they're getting ready to destroy Sodom, Sodom and Gomorrah, one of them breaks free and teams up with one of the, her descendants. Now the rest of the sins found them on Earth in current time and are seeking revenge. We have Tarzan Annual number one from Marvel Comics. This is really good. Started this morning reading Tarzan. Both stories were flashbacks to when he was younger. He remembers his first ape he fell in love with and fought for Tika. He is being challenged by another ape called Tog. Uh, Tarzan could sense Tika loved Tog and even though he won't he won uh, the contest. He lost his love and uh, even saved Tog when captured by a tribe. The second story, he remembers the history of his rope and a run-in with the witch doctor named Bukawi. Uh, one of the awkwardnesses of this story is seeing a human being fall in love with an ape. Like It's just it's weird, but it makes total sense if you don't know anything else other than being with the apes you were raised with, you know? makes sense that you would be attracted to them. And he always thought of himself as ugly because he didn't have the hair that these apes did. Uh, he was like a bald ape. We have Web Witch, Tim V. Hills, 1 through 3. Even the Web Witch is captured 10 years later. They want to use her to stop the Spider Queen. The Spider Queen has made more Web Witches to go breed and make spider kings. The spider queen wins the battle, but when Nina gains control, her and her scientist friends blow up the spider den. We have Cheeky Comics Annual 223. The first story is about the one girl and Benny who make uh, sex videos on social media. Uh, this one involves a foot fetish. The next one is Amora, which is a mischievous god who is given sample tasks but ends up having sex. The other is about a stripper 
who has a regular customer who is taken away from her. This is an interesting comic. It's a 5 out of 5. Um, this is Kickstarter. We have Canary 2 through 4. That was a 5 out of 5. The Western continues. Second read-through about a town where uranium is causing the murder frenzy in the surrounding towns set in the West. And he teams up with the one woman, the daughter of the one guy that corrupted the town to begin with, with mines gathering the uranium. And a guy, I think he was from out east, uh, he was an African-American guy that's there to document uh this town and the findings and then he's the the sheriff of uh, past pulps that was famous and uh, they're trying to find out what's going on in this town and they do and it's really interesting and then there's a bunch of native americans that are trying to stop them because they're in their sacred territory um we got local man two through five uh crossjack is a fallen hero from this third generation Cameo Crusader is in a relationship with Neon. That is on a stranded planet. Jack has sex with Neon per uh, Crusader's approval to get his wife pregnant because he can't. So it's almost like, what do they call that? Where you let your wife have sex with other people. I forget what that's called. That, that There's a term for it. Uh, in the future, the public hates Crossjack. Uh, when he goes back to Farmington, Wisconsin. I, when they first sensed Farmington, I thought it was Farmington, New Mexico, but it's Farmington, Wisconsin. He is treated badly, and his rival, Hodag, who was a, a bad guy villain, ends up dead, and he did not do it. He comes up with an alias of local man to find the murder. Uh, turn, so he's not Crossjack now. He's got a new alias, and it's called local man. Turns out the guy working for the Crusader, who has an underground facility in Farmington, may have killed all the other members of 4th Gen to give powers to his other assassin. So uh, that was a 5 out of 5. So the 5 out of 5s that week were Cheeky Comics Annual 2023 uh, from uh, Kickstarter, uh, Canary 2 through 4. That, uh, that's from Dark Horse slash Comixology. If you want uh, in print, it's from Dark Horse. Digitally, it's Comixology because um, it was a Comixology first. We have Local Man 2 through 5. If we go back to the previous week, we had Local Man number 1 and Gene Simmons' Don the Matrix. So that wraps up this episode. I want to thank you for having the patience to listen to me in my sixth state and my whining and bitching about shit that's going on. But uh, I hope to get this back on track because I do enjoy documenting what I'm reading. And uh, I hope to get back, you know, pieces of this podcast that I've gotten really delinquent on a regular schedule. So uh, you've been listening to Mike Gam's Weekly Reads. Uh, you can catch Geek Brunch with me and Bill on the same feed at geekbrunchpodcast.com. You can also find Geek Brunch Retro on that podcast with me, uh rob joe or and kirk but uh it's mostly just me and somebody else because usually that's with kids and everything on the other families it's all they can get together <clears throat> sorry i gotta edit that out <coughs> try to remember but uh
Yeah, and uh, email is Mike at comicbooknoise.com, on Twitter at Mike Myers Brunch, at Blue Sky at Mike Myers Brunch. The reason I give my Blue Sky is because if Elon uh, starts charging, I'm leaving Twitter um, and coming exclusively on Blue Sky, which I'm already interacting with people on. So thanks for listening, and we'll catch you on the flip side. Bye.